Motorcycle camping. Is it as cool as it sounds? Would I get rained on? What happens if there's some big animal in front of me? Let's talk about that today on Just Squatching Around. Welcome to Just Squatching Around here, and I am Mads, your host. And today I wanted to talk about motorcycle camping. Uh, we did this back in 2019, going to Tennessee. That was for my tw- my brother's 21st birthday. We it was like kind of like a pipe dream before we even decided to do it. We had talked about it and like him hauled about it, but then my brother was like, "How cool would it be if we went motorcycle camping for my 21st birthday?" So we got him, my boyfriend, and I, and. A couple of my brother's buddies actually went down with us. One of them wasn't driving or riding, technically, a motorcycle. They drove a Jeep, which was kind of nice because it gave us the option of having something that could haul stuff that we couldn't haul on the bikes. Now, I think my boyfriend and I were the only ones that actually carried pretty much the majority of our stuff on the bike. We had a tail bag and two saddlebags. My brother had two saddlebags and then my brother's best friend, he I don't even think he had any saddlebags. He had just finished his bike before we uh, went down. He actually uh, fixed it up, made it look pretty, and took it down with us. So, uh, when we went down, I do have a motorcycle driver's license, but I had just bought my motorcycle. I was rolling with a scooter before then, and I was really green, so John and I were on the same bike. Let me tell you what, there's nothing out there that tells you or prepares you for having to pack a motorcycle for two people let alone being on the motorcycle with two people. Let me tell you what, if you have a loud exhaust, ladies, if you're on the back for eight hours, you better be putting some earplugs in because I felt halfway through the trip going down, I felt like I couldn't hear anything when we stopped at the gas station. So I finally just bought a pair of earplugs because I'm like... There's no way I'm going to be able to make it through these whole eight hours without any. Packing a motorcycle for two people, I honestly will say, is the most interesting thing you could probably ever think of. Because not only do you have to pack light, you have to pack strategically. And the problem problem with me, though, and I'm unique in the sense that I'm also packing camera gear as well. That's where the Sony mirrorless has come in like uber handy because it is just this tiny interchangeable lens camera that I can easily pack in there. And I used a Plano. They make the waterproof boxes for like fishing in that. I was able to find one that fit perfectly with the kit lens and the camera itself. So that was nice. I actually I stuck like an old sock that was obvi- obviously was washed. I will say that. The old sock was washed. But I stuffed it in there for cushion. 
but that's a good waterproof way. I mean, the saddlebags technically are waterproof, but you never know where it's going to get thrown around, if it's going to get thrown in the tail bag eventually or in the saddlebag. So it's always nice to have some waterproof options, especially uh, like dry bags to put your wallet, your cell phone, stuff like that. I will, and I'm not sponsored by these guys, but I will swear up and down with Sea to Summit dry bags. I will swear up and down all day. Because technically, I want to say technically, it kind of saved my life back in 2016. Uh, long story short, I went on a kayaking excursion for a day or two in Florida and 10,000 Islands. We should never have been on that water, but my ex-boyfriend was just one of those people you couldn't argue with and explain that to him. So we went out anyway, and he, coming back in, he had tipped his kayak. I don't know why. I don't know if it was because he was inexperienced or what have you, but he tipped his kayak. Everything went out of it. We had to pick stuff out. Uh, luckily, a lot of stuff was floating. The map did not, sadly. But honestly, that's what saved us was because our phones was in that dry bag in his kayak when he tipped it over. And luckily, that, that dry bag, when you roll it, it actually creates an air pocket that floats. So my camera and the, the phones were saved. We were able to call the rangers, get them to come out and get us. And so I will... I have been running with that same dry bag for six years now. I have not even... I finally bought the replacement last year, but I didn't even I didn't even get the replacement out of its tube, to be honest, that it comes in. Because I have just... I don't know. I just... It's gone with me on kayaking trips. It's gone with me when I had taught kayaking at one of the campgrounds, when I had taught canoeing at one of the camps that I taught at. It's been on the motorcycle with me, and I mean, it has a patch and it has a slow leak, but it's just been, it's been my ride or die, to be honest. One of my things, gear-wise, that has just been my ride or die. So I think finally this year, I'm going to have to fess up and kind of replace that, but I, I swear to see Summit dry bags, I, I know I've said that like three, four times now. It's always handy to have something like that, especially when you have your wallet on you, your phone. I'm telling you now, sandwich baggies are just not reliable. My brother, we went to a big motorcycle thing one July. My brother had his phone in a sandwich baggie. It poured rain and the sandwich baggie just leaked and his phone got wet. And so I, I'm telling you now, it doesn't have to be a C assignment, but any dry bag, just it automatically just saves you on some some things. Packing cubes when you are packing some of your clothes and stuff on a motorcycle, packing cubes are your best friend. I think I took two with me. One was a medium size, one was a large. I packed three pairs of pants. Uh, convertible pants are also your friend. I learned that um, going to doing the motorcycle trip, but also doing flying out west that year, that it's so much easier to pack convertible pants where you could just zip them off, make them shorts, 
or I have a pair that rolls up and you can becomes capris, especially for what we do uh, hiking wise. It's definitely handy to have and having lightweight camping gear it doesn't have to be over the top i'll tell you that much oh uh, we have a kelty what is a kelty seda or kelty conceda or something like that i can't remember what it's called it's a two-person tent it the tent bag just rolls down it's been so handy it's not like the best on the market but it, it works and like i said you don't have to have something that's the best on the market just don't be getting like a coleman like the big coleman six person tent and expecting it to fit in your tail bag it's just not it's not gonna happen i'm thinking smaller too with some of your gear we have the msr pocket rocket that honestly you know something to that effect a little pocket rocket stove always is great to have especially when trying to pack light and pack small something like a little small pot to cook everything in or you know water there's different percolator options we learned about drip cup options that we we have a little drip cup that you just put on top of the cup and it's all foldable and everything foldable stuff's great too i'll tell you that much um but Honestly, the best part of motorcycle camping in general is just enjoying being outside 24-7, essentially. If you don't enjoy being outdoors, motorcycle camping, I, I guarantee, is not for you. You're constantly outside. You don't have any shelter, obviously, because you're, you're either on the motorcycle or you're in a tent or, I mean, obviously, you're going to, if you're go to Gatlinburg or go to the shops, you'll be inside then, but it's, but it's, I have to say, even just being outside the whole time, it's an experience in and of itself that you can't get from going car camping. And especially, we've been to Tennessee so many times. Uh, that's been our tradition since we started dating, was going to Tennessee. It was we were two months into our relationship when we went and to get to experience it on a motorcycle i honestly understand why people love going down those mountain roads on a motorcycle i mean if you if you've ever been to tennessee it's constantly just seeing motorcycles like all the time on the on the road and honestly, I had like a little bit of a, a sad face this year because I, I would have loved to have done it again. It would have been so neat, but things didn't work out as planned and we were just kind of trying to scramble this year to get everything ready. So I just, you get to see this panoramic like 360 view of the mountains. Nothing's obstructing you. You just, you get to smell that fresh mountain air the whole time that you're going up the mountains. It's just, it's breathtaking, really. Uh, we did, we did come across, coming back home, we were, I think we were close to a Connell FD visitor center. And John had stopped at one of the pull-offs to mess with the GoPro because we had a, we have a suction cup mount for the GoPros, specifically for the motorcycles. He was adjusting it and everything, and I happened to look over, and there is this monster elk just standing, like, 20 feet away. I'm like, John. John, there's an elk. John. 
And it is a little scary. As long as you're not patronizing it, it should be fine. I, when we went out west, actually, too, there was a guy on a motorcycle. And there was, like, a herd of bison just going through. And he just kind of got it backed up. So, definitely be aware of your surroundings when you are going through national parks. Or even out, you know, in remote areas on a motorcycle. You gotta be aware of your surroundings. There's a lot of large animals, even deer and stuff, that you could potentially hit or you could come across with your part. I know, I think, what is it? John's usually bad about almost hitting birds. It's a thing. I've hit (laughs) really large bugs. Those hurt bad. But definitely pay attention to your surroundings, especially when you're in national parks. That is definitely a must. When you are motorcycle camping, make sure you have something that you can cover your tail bag with. Or an an option, you know, definitely rain gear, obviously. But you gotta think about the little things, like if it's gonna rain. Uh, when we were coming back home, it was like the last hour or two. And we actually almost thought we were gonna end up in this rainstorm. It was maybe a minute or two after we had gotten home. It just dumped. And so we were very fortunate, but we were very prepared. We had stopped on the long side of the road. We got our camera gear, or camera gear, our rain gear out. We got everything ready. But I guess that's the biggest, like, tip when you do go motorcycle camping is just being prepared for every weather, every, every different kind of weather that you could come across. I packed cold clothes, but I also packed warm clothes. I made sure that I had an array of stuff. And honestly, packing for this motorcycle trip has prepared me to pack for other trips in the future. Uh, It helped me prepare to pack for our trip when we went out west and we flew with everything, which will be another podcast in and of itself, I'm sure, because that, that was interesting, too. But... It just really, motorcycle camping really opens your eyes, honestly. And it was, it was real big fun. We were going to do the Tale of the Dragon. It was supposed to rain the day we were going to. And then we got caught up with other things and we found other things we wanted to do. So maybe some year, maybe 2022 or 2023, we'll end up going on the tail with the motorcycles. And maybe we'll get everybody else together again. But to experience it in a group was just phenomenal and honestly being on the back of the motorcycle gave me the opportunity to be able to take pictures as well which was was really cool because it's stuff that you can't get pictures of if you're in a car or if you're you know out hiking or something um i honestly would recommend 10 out of 10 to go motorcycle camping. There's a lot of people out there that I've got, I've talked to about motorcycle camping that have done it before. I, I've talked to old men that, you know, have done it out in the seventies and used to just pinch a tent alongside the road. It's a great conversation piece by far when you talk to people about not only motorcycles, but motorcycle camping in general. You you find all these people that have these just great stories about when they've done it. I will say this, and I've never, I've never experienced Sturgis. 
And I've seen the outskirts of Daytona Bike Week. But I've heard from a lot of people that they're not the most enjoyable things on the face of the planet. So if you're thinking about motorcycle camping, I would highly recommend, you know, starting out small. Maybe going to a local campground or going maybe the next state over and starting out that small. And I would honestly tell you to condition yourself before you go. We went on some three-hour trips and some two-hour trips just to kind of get ourselves adjusted to the idea of doing motorcycle camping. And just for that long period of time that you're going to be on the bike. Because trust me, it is real the amount of soreness that you will have if you do not do it. I know even coming back after even just conditioning and everything, just being on the motorcycle for as long as we were, even during the trip, my back hurt so much from the backrest just because I was leaning on it all the time. And there's only so much backrest you have on our bike. Uh, for anybody that's curious, we have a Yamaha Roadstar that we went down at 1700cc. My bike that I own is a Suzuki Boulevard 650cc. So maybe someday I'm hoping that I will be able to go down by myself and have that opportunity and be able to say that I did. I know John really enjoyed going around the curves and stuff. And definitely, if you are motorcycle camping, this is another thing I just thought about. Think about the bike that you're on and if you can do long periods of times with that bike. I know we had, well, John had a KLR before the Yamaha Roadstar. I cannot even imagine for the life of me of being on the back of that for eight hours. Definitely, if you're riding with somebody, think about that person too. Please do yourself a favor. Think about the other person as well. Because let me tell you what, we did a three hour, three hour, well, I think one way to Moonville on the Enduro. It. I just wanted off of it when I got down there. I said, I just I just need to get off. It was like riding on plywood or a 2x4 or, or something to that effect. It was not comfortable. So definitely think about that. I've heard of people, you know, traveling with Enduros. That's fine if you're that kind of person. But you got options. Just remember that. It, especially if you are just in the market of buying a motorcycle and thinking about camping with it and traveling with it, definitely think about that. I know that now that we have the road start, we have thought about, I mean, even going out west and camping with it. I don't know if that's that will happen soon or if it will actually happen, but we have talked about that. Other than that, I would say just, just enjoy. Figure out what location you want to do. Obviously, think about what weather you're going to want to ride in. Uh, you're not going to be going out west in this January weather where it's snowing. Uh, don't be crazy. <laughs> don't be crazy about that. But um, bring your safety gear. Bring your warm gear. And yeah, just just enjoy what motorcycle camping has to offer. I know it was 
great to just experience that and then think about oh yeah I'm I'm getting on the bike and we're going to go see some sights and it's going to be it's going to be a magical time. I definitely can't wait to go again and I know that we're excited to hopefully maybe have that opportunity soon and I'm hoping that if you're listening to this I gave you some good advice and some good tips and yeah Just enjoy and happy trails, and I will see you in the next podcast. Thanks for listening.